0: Welcome to another episode of the Deborah Health Report, where we dive into current health and medical topics to keep the Delaware Valley informed and updated. This month, the conversation continues with Deborah cardiologist Alan Galley about cardiac rehabilitation, highlighting the benefits of the rehab that give cardiac patients the tools to restore and maintain their health. Here's Rasa Kay. Hi, I'm Rasa Kay, and I'm talking with Deborah cardiologist, Dr. Ellen Golly, continuing on the topic of cardiac rehabilitation, a support program that gives cardiac patients the tools to restore their health and vitality and maintain it through their lives. All right, I have to ask the COVID question because of the uh, very high risk of cardiac issues with COVID-19 and the lingering symptoms that we have been calling long COVID or or long-haul symptoms, is this something where cardiac rehab could have a new and beneficial role?
1: Good question. Regarding COVID, patients post-COVID, most of them I'm seeing the cardiac status has been stable. If their cardiac status is compromised, which I've also seen too, they usually recover. You don't want to send somebody with acute shortness of breath or symptoms to a cardiac rehabilitation program until they recover from the COVID aspect. The problem with COVID is they're still getting symptoms that are persistent despite overall normal cardiac testing. So it makes it a little more challenging. I can tell you that one thing, though, that was beneficial during the whole pandemic is that these cardiac rehab programs stayed open, and we're able to have patients go to cardiac rehab safely during the pandemic obviously they were getting tested but without all the gyms closed with all things closed the people that still had cardiac events because that didn't stop actually went up during the pandemic we were able to still provide them the care they needed with the cardiac rehab
0: do you ever find surprises in cardiac rehab where your specialists get together and say you know what it's not working there's something else going on here that that we need to reinvestigate or or that you know you fix one part of a heart issue, but there is another one that was revealed after you fixed the, the first one.
1: Yeah, so I've had patients that uh, attend cardiac rehab during final of the program. They end up in atrial fibrillation, so then that pauses the program, and then we have to reassess that situation, uh, see what we have to do for that patient, or or they're doing really well cardiac wise, but now their lungs are not really keeping up to their their body, and they have COPD, so then we get a pulmonologist involved. You know, we titrate the medications for that aspect of their care and they're able to improve in, in the program. So sometimes you do find other things that were limiting them, that before cardiac was probably the priority because they really affecting them. Fix that, now I gotta fix the other thing.
0: You know, I listen to this and I think, why in the world would you resist doing cardiac rehab? With every answer, there's yet another benefit that, that you're explaining for someone who is had a cardiac event, my gosh. So once again, though, we we should go into the list outside of cardiac rehab to maintain a healthy heart, to build and keep a healthy heart.
1: It's not easy. Um, I think it takes a lot of motivation for yourself and accountability. What I tell patients is, you know, when it comes to healthy lifestyle, number one is you want to know the risk factors. And we've t- you and I have talked about this before. Blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, um, smoking. And if you control those, you're better off for primary prevention. When we talk about enforcing that in our lives, what I've told patients is, make a schedule. Make a schedule that this is the time I'm gonna exercise, this is the time I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna have this type of healthy food throughout the week. I say, you know, don't don't attack it all at once. Concentrate on one meal at a time. If if breakfast is your worst meal to, to uh, eat healthy, concentrate on that. Do it with somebody else. Usually you're more successful if you do it with, with, with a loved one or somebody you can work with. But it just comes down to not Going on diets or fads, it's, it's really a lifestyle change and can maintain that lifestyle change. There's no great answer. But I, I, what I've found with some patients that I've dealt with is that if they set up a schedule and they stick to that schedule, they're more successful.
0: Are you ever too old for cardiac rehab?
1: You're never too old for cardiac rehab as long as you physically can do it, as, as what we talked about earlier. You're never too young, I, I, I don't feel. You're never too old to even start talking about cardiac prevention, both primary and secondary. there's always benefits at the end and, and really exercise and lifestyle change is what we focus on everything cardiovascular care from bef- before you have an event to after to after surgery after procedures, that's the main, main focus and if you look at studies and, and literature, there's always some benefit to exercise and healthy lifestyle.
0: but it's not uncommon for children to have cardiac issues. I mean, it's certainly more unusual, but it's not uncommon. Do they do cardiac rehab? And then that becomes, I guess, a whole family type of affair.
1: Yeah, so so, there, so there are some programs that uh, do do uh, children with congenital heart disease or they're having effects of that. So yeah, so you can have even young, young uh, children or, or kids um, in those type of programs.
0: So Dr. Galley, walk us through the typical patient experience.
1: So a patient comes to my office, they see me after the cardiac event, whether it be stent or bypass surgery or valve repair, valve replacement, or some patients I have, they have recurrent heart failure and hospitalization, and those, those are patients that will benefit from exercise. We talk about it in the room, about cardiac rehabilitation. If I feel they need a stress test, then I can perform that to help guide their therapy at the program. They go and start the program, they, they have an evaluation, both um, not only from social aspects, physical aspects, what medications they're on, to what are their goals. Because really remember, this is a goal-centered program for patients. Every patient will have a different experience. They may meet with different different um, team members at the program. They may meet uh, that first day with the um, exercise specialist to see how they do. They'll, they'll talk about what goals are in the first part of the program, meaning you know, blood pressure goals, uh, weight management, because they try to help guide them to lose weight throughout the program. Um, they may even review, like nurse may go over their cholesterol with them, uh, their sugars, and also why it's important to adhere to certain medications. So there's a lot that happens in the, in the first week from what my patient telling me and what they experience. After that, then they'll have the, the exercise program itself, and they'll do different aspects throughout. Um, the, the facility and what machines that they have there. And then they'll have sessions, they'll meet. Sometimes they have group sessions. So it's not just that you're, you're concentrating yourself, you actually learn from, from others. I'll never forget a patient who told me that he became friends with another um, person in a cardiac rehab where that person had coronary artery bypass grafting and he had, a, had stents. And they were able to talk about their, their cardiac history and, and talk about the medications. Um, And then as you go through the program, as hopefully as you're improving, and, and they talk about tobacco sensation, you eventually graduate that program. And they want to make sure you graduate. It's not that you just say, all right, here's your paperwork, and you're off. No, this is the activities you did. I want, you should be able to achieve this. Where are you going to continue this outside the program? And they try to emphasize that, join a gym, talk to your cardiologist. And during this whole time, me as the cardiologist or the physician that referred that patient has been getting updates, report cards. Um, also, I also get report cards if they don't show. So, so that actually helps me out because then I can bring that patient, hey, what's going on? And is there something going on? And, oh, I feel good. I went back to work. It's all right. Well, we got to figure out how to incorporate this still. So the program is just not something that, that is just left um, to just, just exercise. It's... it's it's a, a whole um, experience of the body, the, the, their mind, and their health care. And when the patient comes back to see me, and, and I bring patients back during the program to see how they feel, see how they're progressing, and they're always moving forward with their, with their cardiac health and healthy lifestyle.
0: Since it's multi-pronged, and this is every individual patient has their very individualized program, do you need to sometimes concentrate more on certain aspects for one patient than than other? Or or do you kind of, you know, you balance it out no matter what, because that really is, is kind of how it works. But if somebody needs, you know, just more help with the confidence and, and, you know, getting their head wrapped around having survived a heart problem, or somebody just, you know, yeah, I got the diet thing, I'm, I'm I know I need to do this, I need more exercise time. I mean, do you kind of divvy up the sessions that way?
1: Well, so when I bring them back, or I get the report cards from patients that are undergoing cardiac rehabilitation. If I notice that blood pressure is not managed well, meaning, so some of these patients, they've never seen a doctor, they had a heart attack, and then now we're trying to do this secondary uh, treatment plan. So during cardiac rehab, we get these, these um, report cards, like, as I said earlier, and, and I'll bring the patient back, and we have to really kind of tailor the medications and appropriate for that patient so they can tolerate it and finish the program. Or some patients may have that difficulty of understanding what happened to them. So then going through the program, they may assess that patient with certain questions or even psychologists to help with the coping. It's not too uncommon that some patients have depression after open heart surgery or cardiac event. So, so, so again, those are, are different aspects of the program that will pinpoint patients that, do need that extra attention to hopefully when they leave the program, they're back the way they were before any event.
0: And those report cards will be a good indication for you about adjusting meds. Mm -hmm. Maybe cardiac rehab means you can pull them off some meds if it's going really well. Actually,
1: correct. Yeah. I have some patients that... um, uh, One patient lost a lot of weight during cardiac rehab, Uh, changed the diet, total 180 in their diet lifestyle, lost a lot of weight, had to back off some of the blood pressure medications one patient stopped smoking right away, so that was beneficial. Um, so so correct, I mean, so the, the program is just not there for the patient to go, and I don't know what's happening, because if I don't know what's happening, that's not good for, for me or the patient, but we grow together in their in their cardiac health and are able to tailor it for them, so.
0: How is cardiac rehab kind of growing and evolving um, as we learn about how the heart functions, recovers, and how has it changed? Does it change that much or are these like really just the, the, the changes how we're approaching the basic things that we know work to strengthen our heart and result in an improved quality of life?
1: I, I think the, the basics is, is the basics. I mean, exercise is beneficial, you know, healthy lifestyle is beneficial. I think what changes are the patients. They're more complex, they're uh, a little sicker, um, especially with recent, recent COVID, it makes it more complicated. So I think overall, the, the basic knowledge and the, and the studies are there to guide us, but, but every patient is very different. Um, one thing that's changed recently is I think there has been an increase in awareness because patients are coming to me and saying, all right, I just had my stent. Uh, I, I was told that I, I should be doing cardiac rehab. How does that work? So they've already started the conversation with me even before I could bring it up. Um, so I think there has been an increase in awareness regarding it because it is a successful program, but what has changed is the complexity of the diseases. When I think of patients that have undergone cardiac rehabilitation, I mean, so many popped in my head as far as benefit, and I can quickly tell you that almost everyone benefits. One patient went to cardiac rehab, finished the program, and continued to do, do his activities at the gym, and because he persistently did the same activities. Later on, about two years later, he noticed there was a problem with his breathing a little bit, with that activity. And he came back and he said to me, this doesn't feel normal. And I said, all right, well, let, let's see what's going on. And he had another blockage. And it tells you the complexity of, of heart disease. So so that was beneficial, because if he didn't keep up with activity, that he what he learned, we wouldn't know that he had progression of disease. One particular patient that I'll never forget, because Number one, she was in her 80s and underwent a huge open-heart surgery. And not only was it affecting her up here, but to undergo that big of a procedure, went over what to look for after the procedure. And I said, I said, listen, you're going to do fine for the procedure. I said, most people do fine for the surgeries. It's the recuperation. Because... If you have the mentality of, I can't do, then you're not gonna improve as quickly. So after the surgery, she had to undergo, first of all, muscle building or strengthening before she could do cardiac rehabilitation because she was too weak. Did that fine. Then eventually went into cardiac rehab. Finished the program beautifully. I mean, there was throughout the program, we had to adjust medications for, for heart rate, blood pressure. Um, still had discomfort around the, the incision site, but overall improved. And fast forward to a year after her surgery, was doing more than she ever did before her cardiac surgery, but didn't realize it. I see her in follow-up and I said, "You're doing all this? That's that's great." And she goes, "Yeah, but I still feel kind of kind of run down." I said, "But you weren't doing this before." And even the the family member in the room said, "No, you're you're doing a lot more than you did prior." So, and I have a lot of stories like that. It goes to show you that if you promote the strengthening, the aerobic activity, after cardiac events, especially big cardiac events, patients will improve.
0: Define a big cardiac event.
1: So a big cardiac event is up to that person. Somebody who has, you know, to me, just gets a stent, didn't have a heart attack, that could be the worst event in their life versus somebody who had double valve surgery, bypass surgery, had complication or what have you, still did well that could be the biggest event in their life, or nothing to them. That's why when you talk about cardiac rehab, you have to focus on the patient. And if you don't assess their psychosocial status, then everything else doesn't mean much because they need to make sure they're comprehending what happened to them, regardless of the event, small or big. And also, they understand what their future holds and what they're able to do. And you have to really focus in on how they feel. And that's so important. If you don't focus on not only the physical, but how they feel, the social aspect of it, then you're not doing the whole package. You're not treating the whole package.
0: That's Deborah cardiologist, Dr. Alan Golly. For more about cardiac rehabilitation, go to demanddebora.org. We'll be back with a new podcast the first Wednesday of the month. Join us then. I'm Rosa Kay. You can always listen to all of the informative Deborah doctor interviews at com. Schedule an appointment at demanddebora.org.